I wanted to write about people, not about guys punching each other. It's no fun reading about somebody who's perfect. You want to read about people that you can identify with because we've all got problems. And if you can create and write about a character who is flawed, but manages to overcome those flaws, then I think that's pretty good. I still sometimes have trouble believing it because all I was doing was trying to just make a living, you know, do these things. And then I got to enjoy writing them. So all I was doing was having fun. We pay tribute to the legendary Stan Lee tonight on Beyond the Airways, The Infinity Project. night here beyond the airways the infinity project and unless you've been living under a rock in the last two days you probably know that we lost someone who truly was a gift to the world stan lee yeah you know and go ahead i okay go ahead and i'll just tell you my incident when i wrote that comment okay well anyway first thing you need to do is we need to introduce Oops, ourselves hold on. anyway Oh, okay. Give me a minute. Okay. All right, there we go. Anyway, this is Beyond the Airways, the Infinity Project, and you know tonight is our tribute to Stan Lee. I'm your host for tonight. I am Oblogstream. I'm currently joined on the line by two of my crazy cohorts. First, we have Red Ranger Tim. Good evening to you, sir. Good evening, my dear. If you're wondering why I'm not hoping, well, food fascinations have pushed back a week so that we can honor Stan Lee tonight. Right. Actually, maybe I'll push back another week because next week is Thanksgiving week. <laughs> okay, make that two weeks. Right. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you're, you're, you're breaking up. I'm here. Oh, okay. You're breaking up. Sorry, it's, it's my. Okay, can you hear me yeah, okay it... now? I can hear you fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. I think there was just some interference or something because it was it was beeping like mad. Okay, because I think what's going on is seriously, it's my wireless headphones. As I'm trying to get used to this, but it's like anything I do will cause interference. But anyway, um. We got them here. Ashley's in the chat room as well. Hey, Ash. Okay. Hold on. I'm breaking up again. Okay. I went to um, um, Fox website, you know, because I saw this doggone um, slam on on Twitter. I don't know how many of you remember the really, really bad actor in the Lone Ranger movie that played the Lone Ranger opposite um, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. The actor that played the Lone Ranger was slamming this... Arnie Hammer was slamming the stars for having selfies taken with Stan Lee. And... Mm -hmm. I thought, how stupid of you. But one of the comments that I read that really irritated the piss out of me was, I suppose, something to the effect that I'm sure there are a few, a few nerds out there that know who Stan Lee is. And I replied, there's more than a few of us nerds out there that know who Stan Lee is. He was and always will be an icon. Yep. Amen That's to that. That is so true. You know, think yeah. about it. Right. And the fa- and the fact of the matter is, you know, last year I had that one photo op with Stan Lee. It's like, okay, it was 120 bucks, but for this, it was worth it. And I'm glad that I'm glad you got a chance. It was just like me and George A. Romero before he passed. He mm-hmm. got me through a rough spot, a really bad rough spot. 
you know, and I'm glad that he was there. And Stanley was the same way with you, Shirley. Am I right? Yes, Shirley. Yes. Yes. Because, you know, and that's all I'm going to say because I'll start repeating myself if I'm not, if I'm not careful. Uh, right. Well, here's something interesting that I just saw pop. Uh, was this? This was today at um at 6 p.m. Central Time. All right. What if I told you there was a basketball player in the NBA who is honoring Stan Lee? And I'm going to tell you how in a minute. Let's see. All right. There's guest 74. How you guessed? It'd be nice if it's Joe. Because <laughs> we kind of missed him last night. <laughs> Yeah, but let's just say let's just say even the NBA is taking notice. Okay. In this case, it's a good thing. This is a good thing. So here's what's going on. Spencer Dimity of the Brooklyn Nets honors Stanley with Marvel inspired sneakers. Yay. Mm-hmm. So here we go. Uh, Nets guard Spencer Dinwiddie, who was wearing a different pair of sneakers for each game this season, is honoring Marvel icon Stanley, who died Monday at 95, with a Marvel-inspired pair of sneakers today. In a post to Instagram, Dinwiddie shared the colorful shields who wear against the Heat with his caption. Game 15, at the <coughs> Stanley, RIP. My childhood was basically Iron Man and Vegeta. Thank you for us. Nothing more needs to be said. And I love. The, oh yeah! And here's what and I love. The, and here, I love the sneakers. I love the sneakers. Yeah, I love what it says. Rest in superpowers. Yeah, he has the Captain America shield on the tongue of one shoe, and I'm not sure what the other one is. Well, I think it's like some of the like some of those Bam and Pows you'd see in the comics. No, I'm talking about cool. the tongue of the shoe. Yeah, that could be the Incredible Hulk because it's green. So, could be. Yep. Lee co-created numerous superheroes, including Spider-Man, Iron Man, the Hulk, the X-Men, and Thor. Dinwiddie, who wears his brand K-A-I-R-O-S, I have no idea what that means, has honored other sports and entertainment legends this season, wearing sneakers inspired by Colin Kaepernick, Prince, Muhammad Ali, Alan Iverson, and Jesse O. So, that's real, that is nice. Of, that's real awesome for him to do that. Because it's just like, uh, what was his name? The Yankees pitcher who wore the Thundercat sneakers in September. That was pretty cool. <laughs> oh, we lost, uh-oh, lost Janet. Oh, uh, boy. And for a minute there, I thought we were going to lose you, too, because that BP got pretty bad again. Yeah, unfortunately, right now, like it, but... yeah. All right, now here's something of note. Um, you know, Stanley has shown up in a lot of the Marvel movies. Let's see. Uh-oh, let's see. Thank you. Welcome back, Wrong Window. I had, two, I had two windows open to the chat. I closed the wrong one. Ah. Uh, okay, now go ahead. Okay. Well, I found something here. This is from BGR.com. Um, and it says Captain Marvel and Avengers 4 will probably get the last Stanley cameos ever. So, yeah. put that in the chat. In both chats here. All right. And this was posted today at 12.04 p.m. Fans were shocked and saddened to hear that Marvel's iconic Stanley passed away earlier this week at the age of 95. The driving force behind many of the most beloved superheroes from the Marvel Universe, and one of the reasons we can't wait to see the next Marvel flick, Lee will also be forever remembered for his many cameos in various Marvel films and TV series. Thankfully for fans used to looking everywhere for Lee's appearances in each of the MCU movies, it looks like he has already shot his scenes in time for Avengers 4, which premieres in early May. 
Lee may not see what will probably go down as the highest-grossing superhero movie ever, but Avengers 4 will contain a Lee cameo. And considering that Captain Marvel finished shooting long ago ahead of its debut in early March... Okay. Go back a little. Finish filming in March. That's where you got cut out. Okay. Uh, let's see. And considering that Captain Marvel finished shooting long ago ahead of its debut in early March, it's very likely Lee will make an appearance in that film as well. Lee isn't either title this writing to Russo. Surely, you would be better. Bluetooth is still being a pain in the ass. Damn it. Come on, you stupid headphones. All right. Please tell me you can hear me. I can hear you now. I can hear you now. I don't know what the hell's going on with this. All right. Let's see. Uh, And considering that Captain Marvel finished shooting long ago, ahead of its debut in early March, it's very likely Lee will make an appearance in that film as well. Lee isn't credited for either title on IMDb as of this writing. But Marvel co-director Joe Russo hinted in an interview with BBC back in April via the Huffington Post that Lee would have a cameo in Marvel's new films. Typically, we try to get him out. He doesn't love to fly. So we try to get him out for his cameos around the same time, Russo revealed. So if we have other movies shooting on the same lot that we're on, for instance, Ant-Man 2 or Avengers 4, we group his cameos together and then move him from one set to the next and kind of get him through his, came- his cameos in one day. We have a in the MCU universe. He has played various unimportant characters over the years, and none of them have any significance to the storyline of each film, aside from some quick comic relief. And come to think of it, any of us must have been snapped Even though Lee may indeed delight us with a couple of cameos next year, the sad fact remains that he'll never get to see the culmination of 10 years of Marvel stories arrive in theaters. That would, would of course, be Avengers 4, which is set to premiere in less than six months and mark the end of this chapter of the MCU. With that in mind, there is a video link to show every Stan Lee cameo that he's done. And you can look at that at your own leisure. I need to have a of water because my mouth... My throat's drying out, and I really need to recover from me. So bear with me, growl. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Sadly, he died. The more he died early Monday morning at Kindersign Night Medical in Los Angeles. And he had health issues, including pneumonia recently, so who knows? And I'll tell you something. A mutual friend of Janet and me, his name is James Starbuck, he actually left a nice little tribute message, so here it is. Stanley, what more can be said about one of the greatest human beings that ever lived? A true innovator... The godfather of comics, an absolute genius, and I think it's fair to say without him, geek culture wouldn't be as big a part of today's society as what it is. Rest in peace, Stan, and Excelsior. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He is basically he is basically anything and everything. And the one great thing about him, he would make his superheroes with flaws and make them relatable to us. That's why a lot of people loved his work. But here's something you may not know. Did you know Stan Lee was in the U.S. Army? Did not know that. Yes, Stanley was, in fact, in the Army. In fact, let me see if I can find that quote. See, here it is. Uh, All right, thank you to all all the American troops. And this, of course, was on Facebook. Stan's official U.S. Army title during World War II was Playwright. So... But yes, he he did in fact serve in World War II. Mm. Well, you want to know something? He was a lot of things to a lot of people. 
Mm-hmm. Stanley was a lot of things to a lot of people. He helped people get through rough times. Mm-hmm. You know, both as an artist and an actor. Mm-hmm. And um, a soldier, even. He may not, you know, later on, but through his comics, a lot of people got through the war. Mm-hmm. You know. Yep. Now, if you think if you think the um, the morning is just from the U.S., think again. How about reaction from Japanese anime creators and voice actors? Ooh, really? Yes. They reacted to it. Oh, this, this, this obviously piques my interest. Mm-hmm. Of course. Now, this was posted yesterday at the Anime News Network website. The world mourned the loss of one of comic books' revolutionaries on Monday. American comics pioneer Stan Lee passed away at Cedars-Sinai Medical Center in Los Angeles on Monday. He was 95. Lee, was, Lee opened a whole new world of entertainment at Marvel Comics as the creative force behind Iron Man, X-Men, Spider-Man, Black Panther, The Mighty Thor, The Fantastic Four, The Incredible Hulk, Daredevil, Doctor Strange, and Ant-Man. His timeless story characters have inspired people around the world, and Japan is no exception. So... Anime and manga industry creatives shared their memories and condolences in Lee's passing. Voice actor Junichi Sawabi wrote, Stanley has passed away. I express my condolences. Now, unfortunately, it's all in Japanese in the tweet, so, but he did put this picture, I'm sorry to hear about Mr. Stanley's passing. Now, listen to this one. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure animation director Kohei Ashia wrote, Thank you for all the dreams, hopes, and heroes, Mr. Stanley. I suppose you'll be looking over the heroes you birthed from heaven, smiling at the cameos. And then oh. Hirona Murata, yeah, Hirona Murata, a voice actor and idol in Stanley and Hiroshi Nagahama's The Reflection anime series, wrote, Thank you for working alongside us and giving us hopes and dreams. We at 9-9 will always treasure how we met you to The Reflection anime. So, Stanley had something to do with a Japanese anime, too. <laughs> Let's see. Oh manga my. artist. Yeah. Manga artist and former assistant to Shotaro Ishinomori, Masato Hayase, wrote, Ah, Stanley has passed away. I've hung up the Spider-Man illustration board I received from him in Ishinomori Sensei's room. I pray for Stanley's happiness in the next world. Ishinomori, for those that don't that don't know who he is, and <clears throat> he was one of the founders of the Japanese series called Common Writer. Ah. Which we got two of in the states back mm-hmm. in back in the nineties. I believe it was. Yeah. I believe it was nineteen eighty four. We got Masked Writer which mm-hmm. is about the same time as the third season of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, mm-hmm. which was adapted from Common Rider Black RX. And then in the early 2000s, I don't have the exact year off the top of my head, but we'll be willing to look it up. We got an adaptation of Common Rider Yuki as Common Rider Dragon Knight, mm-hmm. which apparently didn't do quite so well, but it was produced by a different company than uh, Mass Rider was. But mm-hmm. Mori is a very popular, very well-known person in Japan. He's been deceased now for a while, but his works live on. I would say, mm-hmm. in the extent that I'm familiar with him and his work, he could very well be a Japanese counterpart of Stanley. Mm-hmm. Very easily. That's how big that is. Yeah. Let's see. And then, let's see. According to this... Oh, the board. You can have the board back now. All right. That's fine. Let's see. Metal Gear Solid and Death Stranding video game director Hideo Kojima shared a picture from his Studio Kojima Productions. It's basically one of the Metal Gear Solid um, robots and Stan Lee sitting in the chair... <laughs> and that's an action figure. 
believe it or not, that's not the real Stan Lee. It's, a, it's like an action figure. <laughs> oh, my. And then, let's see. Silent Mobius and Netasiko manga artist Kia Asamiya wrote, My heart sank at the news of Stan Lee's passing. I remember just like yesterday when I met him by coincidence at a Californian diner, and he encouraged me to do my best. This was before my work on Kenny X-Men. Thank you. I express my condolences. And then Saber Marionette J character designer Tsukasa Kotobuki shared art where he drew Stan Lee sitting on the shoulder of Leopardon from Toy's Japanese live-action Spider-Man television series. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you ever... YouTube... The Japanese Spider-Man is absolutely hilarious. Anyway, uh, many of the Marvel Comics franchises Lee helped create have been adapted for television and film, including some anime. Madhouse produced anime adaptations of X-Men, Iron Man, Wolverine, and Blade. Toy Animation produced the Marvel Disc Wars, the Avengers anime for the Japanese market. I've seen some clips. It's really weird. Spider-Man and X-Men manga have also inspired manga adaptations, and Spider-Man inspired a 1978 toy tokusatsu series. And like I said, trust me, it's very funny. The suit's even got a zipper. (laughs) Oh, my. Yeah. Famously, Lee had cameo appearances in many screen adaptations of Marvel Comics. Lee founded Power Entertainment alongside Guild Champion and Arthur Lieberman in 2001. The company has collaborated with Japanese and American publishers, as well as anime studios' content. All right. Hold on. Hold on, Shirley. Okay. Go ahead. Carry on. All right. It has collaborated with Shueisha and Viz Media to produce Hayuki Takei's Ultimo manga that ended in 2015. and collaborated with Bones and Wow Max Media to develop the Hero Man anime in manga in 2010. Most recently, it collaborated with Studio Dean to develop the Reflection anime, which premiered last summer, and Crunchyroll is steaming. Hmm, I'll have to look at that one up. Uh, let's see. Lee is survived by his daughter, JC, and younger brother, Larry Lieber, who was a Marvel writer and artist. Of course, as we all know, his wife, Joan, passed away last year. May he so. be reunited with her in heaven. Mm-hmm. But yes, it goes to show you the world knows about it. No, it's basically the whole now the whole world knows. Yeah. But it's still you sad, know what? Though. I just hope. I just hope for his memory, for the mem- sake of his memory, that there's not a whole lot of squabble. Yeah. You know. Mhm. Okay, now let's see. Yeah, let's see. Janet had already talked about the. Have we talked about Army Hammer slamming everybody yet? Or was that one? Oh we'll yeah. Talk about that before. The asshole. Oh yeah. And he has another movie coming out next year. And you can bet probably a lot of the people who like Stanley will probably not want to see Army Hammer because of it. Okay, uh, that's great, but I don't need to see a pop-up about trains. <laughs> oh, my. That's one of, yes, I got a pop-up of, like, I, think, I can't remember what the doggone train line was. <laughs> but let's just say, um, let's just say uh, people are not happy with Army Hammer right now. <laughs> because here's... Because this original story. All right, so here's what happened. Army Hammer received backlash after he criticized celebrities for their tributes to Stan Lee, who died on Monday. Hammer took to Twitter hours after Lee's death Monday to voice his frustration on stars who were remembering the legendary Marvel superheroes creator by posting a photo of themselves with the 95-year-old. Those celebrity tributes included ones by Hugh Jackman, Robert Downey Jr., Chris Pratt, and Kat Dennings. You know, Hugh's sweet. We've lost a genius of the Marvel Universe. I'm proud to have been a small part of his legacy and to have helped bring one of his characters to life, as in Wolverine. 
So touched by all the celebrities posting pictures of themselves with Stan Lee. No better way to commemorate an absolute legend than putting up a picture of yourself. Hammer tweeted money after Lee's death was announced. Oh, <laughs> and it looks like they, the tweet was up, and now this thing says, whoops, we couldn't access this tweet. <laughs> a reporter then tweeted at the call me by your name. They worked with him. To which Hammer wanted me to. Hammer in 2014 where he voiced their strong arm in Stanley's Seven. Twitter users slammed Hammer how others person did. Many people said the photos may have captured a good memory they had with Lee that they wanted to share publicly. Bingo. Read some of the tweets that are in the article when you get a chance. Yeah, well, here's all right. Well, here's uh, something on Instagram. Uh, Robert Downey Jr., I owe it all to you. Rest in peace, Stan. Hashtag MCU, hashtag Excelsior, hashtag Legend, hashtag RIP, hashtag Stanley, hashtag Team Stark. Or it could have been Team Stank. <laughs> <laughs> you got to tell me what movie that was in. I think it's either the first Iron Man or the second. I think it's the second. I'll have to look that up. But anyway, the actor, however, defended his stance. Maybe they're just remembering how it felt to meet him in, with those words. That's how I would feel. I never got the chance. A woman wrote back to Hammer on Twitter. If Stan impacted your life, i.e. all of our lives with his work, post his work that touched you the most. Posting a selfie makes his death about you and how cool you felt taking a picture with him. He replied back. When a fan asked how... When a fan asked... Yeah. When a fan asked how people should commemorate a person when they die, Hammer said a selfie is not the correct response. If your answer is post a selfie, then I think we need a cultural revamp across the board, the actor tweeted. Hammer did approve of Mark Ruffalo's tribute to Lee. Ruffalo, who plays the superhero the Hulk, tweeted a photo of the comic book mastermind standing in front of a Hulk figure. Sad, sad day. Rest in power, Uncle Stan. You have made the world a better place, the power of modern mythology, and your love of this messy business of being human, the actor captioned the photo. Hammer said the post was an example that Ruffalo's post actually about Stan. Lee was taken to Cedar Sinai Medical Center in Los Angeles and pronounced dead, an attorney for Lee's daughter, J.C. Lee, said. Lee had experienced several health issues throughout the past year, including a battle with pneumonia as well as issues with his vision. I also don't know he was having hearing issues, too. <coughs> Excuse me. I got my throat drying out again. Good thing I have water standing by. Bear with me, growl. Mm. Mm. Well, you know what? You know what? People should be allowed to commemorate Stan Lee in any fucking way they want to. If it includes a selfie, then it includes a freaking selfie. Let me back up. If it includes a fucking selfie, then let it include a fucking selfie. Am I right or wrong? You're right. Because, hell, I got that photo of mine posted with Stan Lee from last year. You know, I am not a big fan of Marvel anything, but I do realize who Stan Lee is. Mm-hmm. I do realize yeah. who he is. Yep. And this, this statement came along. We had Stan Lee's power. Oh. Can you hear me now? Yeah, you really need to get those headphones working good. But I don't get it. I am trying to get the work. I am fully charged. All right. Okay. Let me try this again. Are you setting your headphones near any electronics? Mm, no. The problem is I get too far away. It really gets bad. Okay. Just go on with the article. Okay. Well, here's the last here's the last paragraph. We at Stan Lee's Power Entertainment are saddened by the loss of our friend and mentor Stan Lee, the father of pop culture. His passing today marks a devastating and painful moment in time, but the legacy of Stan Lee through his creative genius and his universe of characters will continue to reach the world of true believers for generations to come, Shane Duffy, CEO of Stan Lee's Power Entertainment, said in a statement to Fox News. And there, that's the end. Yeah. Army, Arnie? Army, Army. A-R-M-I-E. Army? Army. Mm-hmm. If you want to... Remember Stan Lee in your way. More power to you, mister. Just don't slam the celebrities and us nerds. 
if you go down on the article a little further, see if you can find that comment. I think it's on the second page. Okay. Well, I already got out of it. That's all right. Well, listen, mister, if you want to um, grieve for Stan Lee in your own way, that's fine. Just don't slam us nerds for doing it our way. Mm-hmm. And that, that is all. Mm-hmm. That is yeah. all. Yeah. But it's it's just, but I will tell you one of the weirdest things ever. I didn't even realize this. Stan Lee actually makes an appearance in of all movies. Teen Titans go to the movies. Oh, frack! That is funny too. Mhm. Shirley showed me the clip earlier. Yeah, I posted it over at um, old tunage group. But Robin is being a snot. Well, yeah, of course. Something interesting. I think Robin's um, too full of himself, to be honest. Well, I mean, you got to remember, this is supposed to be a comedic version of Teen Titans. But let's put it this way. Here's something you might want to know. Yeah, well, here's something you might want to know. The the cameo in Stanley's Teen Titans Go almost didn't happen. What happened? How come it almost um, didn't happen? Well, let's put it this way. I'll tell you in a minute. Oh, and there's JJ. Hey, JJ. Welcome back. Wasn't JJ in here earlier? No. Well, that was Ashley. Never mind. Yeah. Anyway, go All right. on. But, all right, but this is the this is the weird story of what of his appearance almost not happening. So now, now this was posted back in July, just before the movie hey, Shirley? came out. Surely, yes. Since yes. you're having problems with your headphones, would you like for me to read it? Uh, all right. Can you hear me okay? Well, it buzzes in and out. Would you like for me to read yeah, it? Yeah, it's buzzing in and out, yeah. Uh, go ahead. Would you like for me to read it? Okay. Yes, please. Well, I destroy, I would destroy this pair of headphones. The cameo that almost wasn't. Stanley's Teen Titans Go to the Movies cameo almost didn't happen. Just days before Warner Brothers' latest animated superhero film, Teen Titans Go to the Movies hit theaters, we learned it featured a cameo from perhaps the last person fans expected Marvel... We learned it featured a cameo from perhaps the last person fans expected, Marvel Comics legend Stan Lee. As it turns out, though, Lee lending his voice to the distinguished competition almost failed to come to fruition. It was an awesome duel. We got to go to Stan's office and Aaron voice directed him. He was just up for everything, co-director Peter Rita Mitchell told Entertainment Weekly. He was very nice and very welcoming and super patient with us, co-director Aaron Horvath added. Our audio engineer, his equipment broke, broke. And I've never seen a person's face turn so red or get so sweaty so fast. He was trying to fix the board and couldn't fix it, so we ended up having to record Stan on like a laptop. Our engineer was just so ashamed of himself. <clears throat> it was great, though, because Stanley was just busting his balls the whole time. He was awesome, man, Mitchell said. Based on the popular... The, based on the popular fourth wall-breaking series on Cartoon Network, Teen Titans go to the movie centers around Robin, Starfire, Cyborg, Raven, and Beast Boy as they try to get their own blockbuster movie. However, standing in their way is a director with no interest in the hero's hijinks as well as the long-awaited introduction of the Teen Titans Go version of Slade, a.k.a. Deathstroke, who's been name-dropped in past episodes of the series. Okay. And Teen Titans Go is already on Blu-ray, so don't even read that last paragraph. Okay. But yes, it almost didn't happen. All because, because of, of um, because of te- because of technology being a pain in the ass from the sound of things. Okay. Yep. I will. I will be going on. Be right back, because I got to let the dogs out to go to the bathroom. And okay, I've got to go myself. So. Okay. I'll be right back. Mm-hmm. I should be on 
should only be gone about five minutes or so. Okay. All right, let's see. I mute her for that. All right. And I'll tell you right now, I do apologize for my damn microphone because it's supposed to be wireless. It's supposed to give me a little bit of movement, but the only thing it's causing is interference. So I apologize for this. All right, so... Let's see. Uh, tell you this: there's a bit of a uh, darker side to Stanley's legacy, though, which was posted today on the on Vox.com. I put that in there. Yeah, and unfortunately, it's not all. It's not. All, okay, here we go again. Hold on. All right. Hold up. Let's try this again. There we go. The darker side of Stan Lee's legacy. Honoring Lee's legacy at Marvel means honoring the people he worked with. And this is posted today. Of course, Marvel legend Stan Lee died on money at the age of 95. Lee is considered the godfather of Marvel Comics, having helped to bring so many of its treasured characters to life. From Spider-Man to Iron Man to the Fantastic Four. But that's not the full story of how the magnificent Marvel Universe was built. A popular refrain is that without Lee, Marvel superheroes would never have become such beloved fixtures of popular culture. But in the comic book industry, there's a more tempered version of that refrain, that Lee, for a long time, took most of the credit and usually left very little to spare for the co-creators, partners, and artists he worked with along the way. In 2016, Vulture's Abraham Reisman spent months talking to several Marvel writers, editors, and creative minds about Lee's impact on the world of comic books, including whether he deserves as much credit as he often gets. The result was a complex and extensive piece that dug into Lee's callous reputation with the comic, within the comics industry, in part by pinpointing a specific fracture point between Lee and Jack Kirby, the greatest comic art, the great comic artist writer and Lee's working partner at Marvel. Kirby and Lee worked together to create characters like the Hulk, the Fantastic Four, and the X-Men. And while many fans today are much more aware of Kirby's extensive contributions to those characters and their stories, Kirby, along with fellow Lee collaborators like Steve Ditko, did not get the mainstream credit he deserved when they were working together. Reisman identifies a 1966 article by Nat Friedland, published in the New York Herald Tribune, as the catalyst for the eventual dissolution of Lee and Kirby's friendship and working friendship. Friedland's, Friedland's article was a glowing piece on Lee, giving him credit for Marvel's success, but it also failed to acknowledge the work of his collaborators. Even when Lee himself said in the article that he wasn't as involved as others in some of the company's titles, including Spider-Man. As Reeves explains, it ultimately had a lasting effect on Marvel and Lee's legacy. That article did enormous damage to Jack personally and professionally, recalls comic book historian Mark Ev- Evanier, who knew Kirby better than most. He convinced Jack he couldn't get the proper recognition at Marvel. Kirby stayed put for a while. He'd later say he wanted to leave, but had to earn money to support his family, but abandoned Marvel and worked for DC in in 1970. Almost right away, he wrote and drew a short story about a thinly-veiled Lee analog named Funky Flashman. Funky is a verbose fraud who orders around a Roy Thomas pastiche named House Roy and constantly declares his own greatness without ever producing anything. I know my own, I know my words drive people into a frenzy of adoration, he insists. Image is a thing, House Roy. Kirby's anger was shared by other people in the industry who disapproved of Lee's methods. A DC, a DC comic called Angel and the Ape featured a comic editor named Stan Bragg who asked a creator, Why are you so ungrateful? Why do you write good stories and do artwork? Don't I sign it? A satirical series called Sick featured a strip in which comics editor Sam Mee tells an artist to make some arduous revisions before reminding him, and don't forget to sign my name on it. Essentially, Friedland's article unintentionally crystallized the way audiences saw Lee, making him out to be a wizard of imagination in contrast to how Lee's colleagues knew him as the man behind the curtain, an expert marketer and salesman who lavished the praise and adulation from fans. As fans, we should celebrate Lee's work and the wondrous comic book worlds he helped create. At the same time, it doesn't take away from Lee's legacy to also acknowledge the comic book writers, artists, editors, colorists, and everyone who worked with him to produce those characters and universes. The people who don't, and perhaps never will, enjoy the same level of recognition. So. 
But yeah, unfortunately, that's true too. Mm. Yeah, and then believe it or not, there's another there's another interesting article. This is from the Court of Nerds. It says Stanley a failure for all. I'd love to know how they can say that Stan is a failure. Stan hasn't failed anything in my eyes. Well, well, not in our eyes, but I'm back. back. This is coming from somebody who only recently started getting into the Marvel Cinematic Universe and anything and everything to do with Marvel and DC as well. Mm -hmm. And really, if, if he had failed or if I had thought he had failed in any way, shape, or form, I don't think I would really be putting forth the effort I do. I mean, surely you know as much as anybody how many Marvel movies are in my library on iTunes, right. even on Blu-ray. If Stan Lee, to somebody like me who's not a... a Marvel nerd, DC nerd, or whatever, can be so mm-hmm. willing to to buy all those movies and even enjoy the ones that have been watched, then I'd like to know how these people would call that a failure. Okay, because well, actually, me, that's it's... not a failure, that's a success. Right. Well, let me put it this way. It's not what you think. Okay, let me explain. This was written yesterday, okay? So, here it is. Of course, yesterday, of course, being Monday, marked the passing of a giant creativity. Stanley Lee Arnold, not of the modern superhero who died at the ripe age of 95. I know I'm starting to sound bad again. It was devastating despite its concrete anticipation. The man had been having health issues over the years and combined with the ravages of old age saw him open to being swindled and exploited. Yet, in spite of that, he was smiling to me, purveyor of articulate soapbox opinions and lover of a good story. Yet, to me, Stan Lee wasn't just the gleaming symbol atop a shining empire of entertainment. To me, Stan Lee was the model of... What the heck is that? I just got a couple push notifications on my phone. Oh, okay. To me, Stan Lee was the model of failure. Now, like I said... It doesn't sound like what it, it – it just sounds crazy, but it's actually not what you think. So here's what's going on. Thankless. Stanley had high aspirations growing up a family whose patriarch had trouble supporting them financially. All over film, he would enter a director or a writer, and he had his mind the possibilities of becoming a lawyer or admin. With the family in need of the end, shut the wet monotonous jobs in his youth. Delivered sandwiches. He sorted papers as an off boy. He did I just earned more strength than thought. He was a grunter, making ends meet to keep his family fed. That didn't mean he neglected his studies. Stan attended DeWitt Clinton High School in the Bronx until 1939. And in his spare time, worked more of those small jobs, like writing obituaries for a news service and press releases for the National Tuberculosis Center. He even went on to the Federal Theater Project, a fairly funded arts program that U.S. President Franklin Roosevelt had originally created during the Great Depression. Okay, Shirley? A job. Yes. You're being back and forth. You want me to start reading for you again? No, 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 no. Hold on. I'm not giving okay. up yet. Okay. All right. All right. So, a job is a job. After several years of fruitless toil, Stan applied for the job at the at a comic book company. This was an opportunity that made itself known due to familial connections. Tommy Collins needed an intern, which was owned by one of his cousin's husbands, a man named Robbie Solomon. Comic books at that point in history weren't the artistic pieces of literature we know and love today. In fact, they were frowned upon as mostly fluff for kids and adult-minded adults. But a job was a job, and Stan needed cash. It wasn't much, but it was a job that could utilize his skill set. In the offices, Stan was mostly limited to gopher work. He'd fetch coffee for the creative, refill the ink pots of the artists, and in general, do the work nobody had time for. He toiled away as an assistant, sacrificing his dreams for the sake of making money. But over time, his love of creating was fostered here, and his dog persistence paid off. 
Stan's first real opportunity in comics began with some fill-in work. He provided lettering for an issue of the Captain America comic, Captain America Foils the Traitor's Revenge. He managed a few other backup stories with Timely and even some single issues. Yet, with his career's trajectory rising, Stan still felt a need to serve his country. At 19 years old, he joined the United States military. In the military, Stan was assigned to the Signal Corps and trained to install phone lines. However, the Army eventually became aware of his background in publishing, was given the title Playwright. Drive has a fascinating article on Lee's time in the Army, especially with how crucial they viewed his talents. In fact, he only only listed nine total soldiers with the same job description. Interesting. Let's see. So, when the war was over, he returned to Timely, now called Atlas Comics. He plugged away, writing more and more stories that didn't fulfill his creative spirit. It was a gig that paid too well to quit, but it did nothing to nourish the ache inside of him to do more. In fact, he was embarrassed by a lot of his work in comics, and instead, using his birth name of Stanley Weaver, he resorted to using the pen name Stan Lee. He had grand plans of becoming a novelist and didn't want, to, didn't want the stink of comics on his name. But time kept passing, and Stan became more and more disillusioned with his career. He would feel so despondent that he would complain to his wife, Joni, articulating the case he felt he was in. He was bored and felt too old to write comics. He wanted to quit and take a stab at writing books. Stan Lee was 39 and ready to pack it in. Now, here's a tweet. He didn't write the he didn't create the Fantastic Four until he was thirty nine. Everything we know about Stanley, his entire world changing body work occurred in the second half of his long life. Now this is from the this is in the writer's words. I'm sure you know the rest of the story. His incredible patient and supportive spouse encouraged him to do something to nurture his imagination. He, along with Jack Kirby, put out the Fantastic Four in nineteen sixty one and began to alter the world's perception of sequential art. He helped to create characters and stories that would grasp the imagination of millions. He is a bastion of enthusiasm for pop art for this day and many years hereafter. But Stan failed repeatedly. He had to utilize many different routes that many folks would claim as failure would make someone seem like they can't hold a job or that they're stuck in a dead end. He worked in the food service industry. He did temp work. He got a job through family. He was an assistant. He had to stop the job right when it was finally paying off. He was stuck in a job that left him hollow. All those took place over roughly 20 years. The writer says, I am 37 years old. I've had brief stints in print journalism, radio, admissions, customer service, and many more. We didn't start the Court of Nerds until I was in my early 30s. There are times when I felt the pressure settle on my shoulders like a heavy cloak, and times when I had to wait until my children were asleep so I could cry. And yet, it's the thought of Stanley that often helps keep me going. I remember how many career changes he had. He, how he would be embarrassed of the work he was doing, how he felt unfulfilled, and how he felt like there had to be more to his life. I think of what he must have gone through, and I feel empathy. I feel a connection to him. Stanley was indeed a titan in our world of nerdary. He casts a longer shadow than most, and his fingerprints are all, all over some of the biggest movies and books of all time. But this isn't the Stanley that means the most to me. I prefer a Stanley who, while pushing fucking 40 years old, looked at the support of his wife and kids and friends gave him, and he said, let's try something different. Stan was a failure for a long, long time. But my God, what a caring, inspirational failure. Rest in peace, Stanley, and thank you. So you see, like mm-hmm. I said, the article, you would think, why would they say something like that? But actually, he busted ass, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep. All that time, he busted ass until he finally accomplished what he set out to do. Right. Uh, I think that's what the writer meant. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I think that's what the writer meant. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it just goes to show you. Now, here's something interesting. Let's see. We've had Japanese reaction musicians like Kiss. Kiss? Kiss. The rock group? Yes. Because I remember this. I remember this story. In 1977, Kiss did a comic book. 
where they used their own blood in the ink. I remember hearing that. Mm-hmm. And how did yes, Stan Lee get that. caught up in that? Well, I'll take you in a minute. Now, this is from the ultimateclassicrock.com, and this is the story here. Stanley dies, rockers react. Musicians who have been influenced by Stan Lee are sharing their thoughts in the wake of the Marvel comic legend's death at 95. Superhero characters Gene Simmons tweeted, Thank you for inspiring me to think and dream big. Thank you for the Hulk, Thor, Fantastic Four, and many others. You will be sadly missed. R.I.P. Kiss partnered with Marvel on a few occasions, including a 1977 super special comic where the band famously gave a vial of the four members' blood to mix with the ink used in the book. I want to hear something about Lee from a 1979 interview with Simmons. His stories taught me that even superheroes like Spider-Man and the Incredible Hulk have ego deficiencies and girl problems in their macho fantasies 24 hours a day, he said. Through the honesty of guys like Spider-Man, I learned about the shades of gray in human nature. <laughs> now, let's see. Metallica's Kurt Hammett called Lee a visionary and a pioneer. I owe a lot to him for personally shaping my childhood fantasy world, <laughs> my appreciation for art on all levels, and for teaching me humanness and humility through his wonderful, insightful stories. He will be missed. Long live Foom. <laughs> Rob Zombie's a fan. Yeah. Rob <laughs> shared a picture of himself with Lee on Instagram, writing, Only got to meet Stan the Man Lee once, but it was a fucking thrill. Marvel Comics was one of the best things I remember off being a kid. Thanks for everything. What would we have done without you? Hashtags RIP Stan Lee, Marvel Comics, Spider-Man, Hulk, Fantastic Four. You movie. never know uh, who you're going to influence. Yeah. Yeah, one of Gene Simmons' other tweets says, Thank you for your imagination, a great mind. Mm-hmm. There's a picture <laughs> of Stan Lee in dark sunglasses posing with someone in a Spider Man costume. Ah. And there's the Hulk in tears from Rob Zombie. Now, let's see, mm-hmm. Vernon Reed, not sure who he is, but just got news that Stanley has died. No words. Condolences to all the Marvel true believers. Enough said. Rest in the power cosmic. Uh-huh. And then even, how about this one? Guns and Roses. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Hold on. I'm going to see what the recording says. Yeah. Oh! Click on the video. Mm-hmm. It's a nice little video. Well, let's see. No, we're not. Yeah. Guns and Roses. Just click on the wall. Yeah. It's your own tribute to him. But okay. And look at the next person is Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Take that, you asshole. Mm-hmm. Take that, you jerk. I'm referring to the guy who's bought Yep, and even Aerosmith. Uh oh, I went down too far. Yeah. Aerosmith? Soundgarden? Yep. Alice Lily Cooper? Otto? That's not a surprise. <laughs> Billy Idol. Yep. Vernon Reed. Butler. Yeah, let's see. Jeff Scott. <laughs> oh, that hurts. Sorry, hold on. I'm gonna fi- I'm gonna get me another headphones. I'm gonna get them wired. I don't care. I'm getting tired of this. Can't say is that because as much as I love wireless, am I gonna be able to move around? I'm sick of this interference. How are you gonna take those so. back? 
I don't know. I may use them on my laptop. But, you know, Shan Lee influenced a lot of people. Guys, keep talking. I'll be right back. Okay. But anyway, how are you doing in your game there? My uh, Tim, I'm not playing the game at the moment. No, but I mean you've been playing it. Oh, I've been doing good. Okay, I'm back. Sorry about that. Welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you. Yeah, but I'm gonna figure. I'm gonna find a way to either get these fucking headphones to work right, or I'll just save them for my laptop right and get back. a wired pair. Take it to the game squad and tell them what's going on. Yeah. Because the fact is, I plugged them into my computer, it should be fine. Maybe it's the phone, I don't know. Could be. This is really driving me crazy. Alright. Well, anyway, we are down about four minutes. So, you know, you know, a lot of, you know, there are a lot of us that are going to be grieving for a while. But I'll tell you this, Stan would never let it, Stan would say, don't stop anything because of me, keep going. Uh-huh. Just like what um, you um, convinced me to go when Bob got passed away. Mhm. Yeah, it just but it just goes to show you the man. The man's legacy will live on forever. No question. I'm back. Welcome back. Have you ever heard of a band called Living Color, Shirley? Yes. Vernon Alphonsus Reed, born 22nd August 1958, is a British-born American guitarist and songwriter. Reed was the founder, founder and primary songwriter of the rock band Living Color. Reed was named number 66 on Rolling Stone Magazine's 2004 list of the 100 greatest guitarists of all times, although he was not included in the revised 2011 list. So this is an old old entry on the Wikipedia, but you get your get the idea now. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I do remember them living color. They had the song Cult of Personality. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, he, I mean, Stan made so many appearances, and I mean, it's still shocking that he actually shows up in Teen Titans Go. <laughs> to the movies. Right. Anyway, we are running out of time. So I'm just going to say this. Um, remember the words Excelsior, Face Front True Believers, and Make Mine Marvel. <laughs> yeah. My, my, my uh, iTunes movie library has been made Marvel, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. I've got the entire uh, released uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe, all from the very first movie, which mm-hmm. was, I believe, the first Iron Man, if I remember. Yes, that is correct. All the way up to the most recent release, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Mm-hmm. You go low. You go low. I'll go high. In between the two, that is part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I have. Mm-hmm. If that's not dedication to Stanley and what Stanley stands for, I don't know what is. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. Oh, you're excused. Mm. All right. Well, anyway, we're all running out of time, so I'll just go ahead and just <laughs> say this right now. Um, tomorrow night is the free for all, and Friday is. Reviews and Naughty Mad Libs, plain and simple. So anyway, um, don't forget to follow us yeah. on Facebook. Are you oh, back oh. to your normal amount of shows this week or not? Yeah, back to normal. All right. But anyway, uh, please remember to follow us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and follow us at our website, beyondtheairwaves.weebly.com. If you ever miss an episode, there are three ways to catch up. First, there's the Stitcher.com app, available on iTunes, Google Play, and the Amazon Kindle store. Second, you can listen to or download full episodes of the show from blogtalkradio.com. And finally, you can find us on iTunes. Just do a search on the podcast for Beyond the Airwaves, and you'll find many of our episodes there. So with that in mind, I'm going to say Make Mine Marvel, Excelsior, and Face Front True Believers. 
And we will see it tomorrow night, and we're going to close off with some Stanley sound bites. I guess one person can make a difference. You definitely did, Stanley. Creator of Spider-Man in the fantastic form. I had to get out of New York. It was too freaking dangerous. Hey, I only had three more payments on that. Hey, I'm Stanley doing my subtle cameo. Subtle? Excuse me, Call Mr. Stanley. Cameo, subtle. This is oh, a DC my. movie. Oh, gee, I gotta get out of here. Hey, Stanley! I'm fat. I don't care if it's a DC movie. I love cameos. Not now, Stanley! Excelsior! <laughs> hey, Shirley. Uh, yeah? Well, okay, I got two quick Stanley questions to ask you. What Marvel movie was he drunk in? I believe it was Thor the Dark World. And number two, I am so fired. Oh, I can't remember that one off the top of my head. Well, let me know tomorrow. Okay, well, that's all for tonight. Sleep tight. Jana. Have a good night. See you tomorrow. Night, y'all. And remember, and remember, don't forget, Shirley. Oh, yeah. Uh, hold on. I wasn't going to actually play them tonight. You, I almost had him. I had him. I almost had him. <laughs> you stuttering prick, you. Shut up! And of course. I am vengeance. I am the night. I am. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, that's all for tonight. Oh See you for the free for all tomorrow. Night, y'all. <laughs> Good night. Yeah. Good night.